you're happy in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Killarney, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before the night. <laughs> Episode 140, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Cocktail Hour. Thanks for joining Danny, John, and I. It is August 5th, 2023, and John is going to a a, an estate sale at Nancy Sinatra's house when we're done here, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna we're gonna finish this, maybe uh get another cup of coffee, have a little something to eat, <laughs> head over to the where the rich people live. Just you and the missus? Yeah. Yeah. See, this Our, is the advantage. This is the advantage of living here in Fresno, right, guys? The <laughs> people like Nancy Sinatra have yard sales. Yeah, it's yes. only a it's only a six hour drive into the city to Mm-hmm. Go there. I'll be really curious to see um, what kind of stuff they have, and that you buy, and bring well, home you uh, and save for your estate sale. Yeah, my <laughs> oh my my estate sale will be a uh, it'll be a that'd be a laugh fest. Like, look yeah. at these Volkswagen parts he ne- <laughs> he bought but never used. Oh. <laughs> Look no, at, no. Uh, you would actually, that's the kind of how thing. How many guitar picks did one guy need? You know, that kind exactly. of thing. Exactly. <laughs> I'm already um, thinking about downsizing for sure. Get hmm. rid of shit. Well, see, the thing is, there's there's getting rid of shit. This is what haunts me. That I have had, you know, I'm old. I've had a lot of things. And I find myself wishing that I had some of those things back. You know, like. Really? I, yeah. I, that I would. Not everything. I mean, you know, it's the... Like what? Like, there are shirts I wish I had never given away. There are cars oh, I, I agree that, I, that. that I still wish I had. There are things like, uh, you know, a guitar I trade for some guy for something. And I'm like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have, you know, done that. Or I gave... Well, I had this story where... I've probably told it on here before. There's a, there's a guy, a local guy here, and I gave him... Um, let him borrow a bicycle that a friend of mine gave me, you know, kind of a nice mountain bike. He was like, Oh, you don't want to go bike riding with my kids. And I'm like, Oh, I got an extra one. And, you know, never got it back. And I didn't go over to his house, knock on the door and say, you know, you've had it for two weeks. Give me my bike back. You know, that kind of, he's, he's a guy we hang out with all the time. And, um, yeah, I'm still a little, I'm still a little salty. Do I know him? Oh Yeah. Oh, and he wow. like left it outside and it kind of got rusty and he, all the tires oh, went flat and that kind of stuff. And so he just got rid of it. And I'm like, the, you know, it's just tires and rust. It was still a, you know, cool bike. Oh, he doesn't have any anymore. No. Okay. It got, just told me in passing one time, I'll get rid of that. And I'm like, you know, I'll let you borrow that. I didn't give it to you. To get, to, to get rid of. Yeah. So huh. well, th- there's things like, there's things like that, you know? Yeah. And I had another bike. What happened to that? Other, I, you know, what the hell? But um, yeah, they, I have a lot of things that I wish I still had. That you, you know, things like of. oh, that would be really valuable if you had that now. You know, those kind of the, those kind of thoughts. Yeah, but if it's va- if it's got value, so what are you going to do? Sell it and get the money. And, in my, and, at my estate sale, I'll just stack <laughs> it on top of all the other right, shit in which the is garage. Really great, and when company- I die, my kids can go. Why, why did he? Why does he have this old bugle? What does he need? He didn't <laughs> play the bugle. <laughs> I have but a bugle. You, I have a bugle from my childhood. My mom well, you decorated may want to pick our house that up again with someday. 
things that were totally appropriate to decorate houses with. And I guess <laughs> I, have a I have a bugle and my brother has an artificial flintlock pistol. You know, it looks like it's old, but it's not real. And we both still have them. Beat up old bugle, busted up old flintlock pistol. Yeah, that's decor. I've got that my is GI. Decor. I got my GI Joe from 1966, I think. That's yeah. cool. 67. Yeah. But I mean, cool. we we all had GI Joes. You're just the one that still has it. I mean, my my little fuzzy headed yeah. GI Joe. It's in a bottom of a landfill. Landfill in. A, in the do you think they're disintegrated by now? Probably not. That 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 was industrial plastic that all out. You know. You know, molten earth. Oh, they're definitely preserved for the you know the the you know plastic bag that it's in the yeah you know Clorox bottle that they're next and you know all that kind of stuff. That's yeah, they'll they'll all be there. Yeah, ten thousand years when they look, they'll be that dull and some sort of rock. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Speaking of rocks, speaking of uh, of things that are old and dolls, we saw the Barbie movie. Oh yeah. I heard it's good. What'd you think? Um, <laughs> I I thought it was fun. I thought it was good. I mean, I I I don't know why I didn't like it more than I than I should have, and that a lot of people. And I don't know why. I think it's because it was just kind of weirdly stylized too much for me, right? Um, I'm not a big fan of Ryan Gosling, right? I always think he look he always looks like he's going to cry to me. Every movie he's in, he's just getting ready to cry. Right, I you know, I don't know that. Have I seen a Ryan Gosling movie? Has he been in other stuff? Why oh, why yeah, is he why is he famous? But he was crying in that one, so he should have cried in that one because you know. All right, the Notebook. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, La La Land. He was in. Oh, oh, he Not was in. Th that was him. Okay, he. W I liked him better in that one. Yeah, yeah, but, but yeah, um, he was not. They should have had Ryan Reynolds as Ken instead of him. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, I don't you know. I don't know why they didn't ask. Yeah. I liked or it. Or some other, it, some Canadian at least. Yeah, only yeah, all Canadian movie. <laughs> yeah. But um, I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good movie. It, it surprised me at the depth of its plot. You know, because my daughters had Barbie movies, and it was always like, oh, we need to go rescue the, the jewel of the sea from. Let's let's get on this horsey. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Know, I'm so I'm so sad because I lost my little plastic purse. That kind of thing. But this this was a, a deeper plot, and I I, I appreciated that. But um, I appreciated the yeah, production values. That they, yeah. they did an amazing job. I mean that that is one. I mean, but that to me that got old really quick. You know how clever you know the car is, or how clever the you know the clothing was and stuff. So, but I mean they just did an amazing job with that. But I don't know for as far as a movie and uh, Will Ferrell's in it, and um, I'm just over him. He's just does he, the same he, shit. He, he detracted from it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a I'm a Will Ferrell fan. I think he's funny and I like his awkward elf style humor or whatever. But in this particular movie, it was dumb and disconnected. Yeah. It's it's just uh, like they, they let him write his own part and it didn't really have oh, anything yeah, to do yeah. with the with the <clears throat> bigger picture. Yeah. But Margot Robbie was good. Uh. She, yeah. And and what's her name um, that gave the big speech that's going all around the internet now about women? Um, what's her name? America Ferrera, something like that. Or, oh yeah, oh yeah, her. Mm -hmm. She was really good. She oh, was and, good. Yeah. And Rhea Perlman was good in it too. I like Rhea Perlman had a real smart part, and she's just, you know, 
I can't, I mean, I, I usually, I, when I see her, I always think of Danny DeVito. I don't know. Cause I know they're married and stuff, but I always think like, do they, do they just practice, you know, doing their, each other, you know, stick together and stuff. Cause she reminds me of a female Danny DeVito, you know? I don't know. But, she but had, not she had some she had some plastic <laughs> surgery done along the way and she actually looks really good. She does. I don't she know. Does. I don't know how you, you can do it and not look like a real housewife of Beverly Hills or something like that, but she it was nice. You talking yeah. about Reed Perlman? Yeah. 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 Wow. From Cheers. Yeah, cool. Yeah. She played a she played a little old lady in it. Yeah. But um yeah, and it was it was But you're saying cool. a hot little old lady. No, she was not no, hot. No. She just she's aging <laughs> She's aging well for the cinematic world. That's what I'll say. No, nothing's normal, people. You know, yeah, that kind of yeah. Thing. But I still, I, I was talking to my brother about this, and it's the whole thing about acting. And I don't, I don't fucking know whether they're acting <laughs> well or not. You know, we've had this discussion, and and in the Barbie movie, they're playing the part of dolls being dumb and hanging out in Barbie land. And then there's people in the real world and you know, that kind of stuff. And I'm just watching these actors act. And I'm like, are they, are they good? I mean, Margot Robbie, a tear came out of her eye. She smiled, smiled a lot. Didn't flub her lines. Didn't look at the camera when she shouldn't, you know, those like all the did, things of an did, Oscar, did all great. the Oscar winner. Yeah. And then I heard somebody was like, Oh, Ryan Gosling was so great as Ken and he should get an award. And I was thinking I wouldn't vote for him. Nope. No, the best thing I liked about Barbie was it was not Barbie 11 or Barbie 26 or whatever. It was, it was a standalone movie by itself. I don't need to see Barbie two or three or any of that, they could just take their $500 million and then go make a different movie. Yeah. And you it doesn't have to be G.I. Joe or Hot Wheels. They could, they could kind of let that sequels? go. Oh, After there'll be a billion dollars? Oh, yeah. It made oh. too much money. Yeah, they're going to eat it up. They're going to have to, you know, because it's just how they, it's how, especially now, it's how Hollywood is. Oh, we got to, we got to do a bunch of these. We got to do a franchise and then we're going to have a Barbie land. That's going to be somewhere. Where is that? It's a, it's a Warner brothers movie. So they're going to have, you know, a Warner brothers on the lot somewhere. There's probably going to be a Barbie land and, you know. Oh yeah. You go to the one, yeah, go to the museum there on the lot and a tour and you'll be able to stand inside the box and get your picture made. Oh yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of sour on the whole Hollywood thing now, you know, all the strikes and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, the the executives that are making so much money and the people that want whatever they want for acting and writing and all that kind of stuff, I'm like, you know, maybe we just take a break. No more movies. Everybody goes outside. Go well, camping. What, what did they say? They, they said, if, you, if nothing was made from now, nothing ever was made, TV wise or whatever, you could live your lifetime and still not watch everything that's on there. You could Is that get, right? Huh? Yeah, you could live a lifetime and not repeat watch one ep- repeat any episodes of anything. And that yeah. allows for three not three hours a night of sleep, right? Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, it's just constant constant yeah. Netflix. Yeah, yeah. One one bomb after another. Yeah. So, I don't uh. know. I don't know. I, I um, I don't like going by the uh, um, 
the studios when I drive and I see them all the time, you know, all oh, those people picketing it. It's a, it's a little sad, you know, because they're working so hard, you know? Well, one thing, one thing I realized, and I, and I was thinking about talking to you guys as, as actors about this and say, okay, in the future, there's a computer where you say, all right, I want Harrison Ford, 35 years old, Ryan Gosling, 35 years old. I want you to mix Blade Runner and Indiana Jones and add in uh, Nancy Sinatra. AI generate <laughs> a script and all of the special effects and then output it to, you know, the latest streaming platform, right? So you'll be able to do something like that. And okay, there's an idea that you sold your likeness and your voice and the computer can do all that kind of stuff. But it takes away from getting to perform it, which I think is what you guys kind of like to do. I mean, I could say, okay, Kelly is a famous actor and he's got three, three projects he could work on simultaneously. Well, he can't, he can't do three movies at the same time. He can't be in, you know, Vancouver, Singapore and London to shoot movies at the same time. Let's pick one of the three and you can, the computer will put you in the rest. We'll have somebody wear a little suit or whatever, but then Kelly doesn't get to act in those other two movies. And that's, that's something I think that I also don't get paid. No, you'd get paid. You'd oh. get, you'd get your royalties and all that because <laughs> kind of, it would still be you. I mean, maybe there's a different yeah. rate, you know, the one that you're in and you're on set, you get a little bit more than the one that they, you know, that they hire some kid to wear, a, you know, a, a suit with those little dots on it. And then they just make it be you walking down the streets, solving crimes, that kind of thing. But you don't get to do, you don't get to do that movie. You don't get to work on your character and, you know, express yourself and bring what you feel is a unique vision of that role. You know, the, the computer's doing yeah. it all. You're, think, making think, it, you're making it a little deep too. You know, it doesn't have to, it can also be the fun of doing it. Just the fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, it's, well, uh, I guess that's what I mean. The, the fun of performing, right. You get to, you get to be in a movie and you, and you dig that. So the computer's doing it all, takes it all away. Plus I'm not sure that I want to, I want to see Bruce Willis in every movie for the next 65 years. Right. I mean, he's cool and all, but how many Bruce Willis movies do you need? Well, he's, and he's also going to be Bruce Willis, you know, he's not going to age. So in 65 years, he's going to look the same as he does now or, or the same as he looked in when he was, you know, yeah, they could do, 30. they could do, they could do moonlighting Bruce Willis. Yeah. Hangs out with six cents, Bruce Willis and diehard Bruce Willis. And then, you know, call it the three stooges. Yeah. Yeah. You could do, I'm surprised do that they, I'm surprised that they haven't thought about, and maybe they have shows what I know, but like virtual reality, like, so you were saying if Kelly was in three projects, right. Three different movies and he just goes to one studio and it's all virtual reality. So he's on, you know, at 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but doesn't, going, doesn't that sound dreary? Well, yeah, but again, I mean, Kelly's right now he shoots a he shoots a movie and he's going to do Notting Hill two, starring Kelly mm -hmm. and uh, Julia Roberts. He goes to England. He walks around town, looks in a bookstore. You know, action mm -hmm. cut. That can, you know, people are standing behind ropes watching him act. You know, there's all that kind of stuff is happening. Then the other one is, yeah, could you go to this air conditioned room in the dark and you just work there for four weeks? 
and we'll we'll do fake backgrounds later. Yeah, or put the glasses, not... put the glasses on. Now you're acting with Julia Roberts in London, right? But you're not. You're actually a studio in Hollywood, right? And then that's at 10 o'clock. And okay, well, you're done with that scene. And then okay, well, I gotta shoot this other movie. So you put it on a different pair of glasses and you're shooting that with, you know. And that way you're like, you know, you're 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 still acting, but you're not really, you know, it's all yeah, know, that's true. for you. That's and true. That, Except for the sex scenes, those might get a little awkward. <laughs> As if they aren't already, right? Okay. Yeah. My sex scenes were awkward. I can tell you that. Yeah, but you you're just you would be just <laughs> in the in the studio in Hollywood, you know, humping a green mannequin. And then later on they <laughs> they superimpose Judy Dench there. And, <laughs> and and then nine months later, Judy Dench gives birth to a little green mannequin, right? <laughs> You've got little green mannequins running around. I didn't think about that. I mean, really, you know, the for, <laughs> the forefront of all technology is porn. So, I mean, that's what they should be doing. Generative AI porn. Yeah. Mm. That already exists. Probably, if you can imagine it, I'm sure it does. But, um, yeah, that would be the thing. Like, you you know, people yep. and, and dressed in all green outfits, and then you just superimpose Stormy Daniels and Donald Trump. You know, the real video. Yeah. While Queen yeah, Elizabeth but... looks on. <laughs> <clears throat> that's, a, that's a show. Uh-huh. Yeah, so With you can ima- imagine some good stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know where to talk. You're, call I think it you're Buttingham Palace. <laughs> <laughs> could, you two, could you two go a little faster from behind, please? <laughs> Ding, it's tea time. Okay. Tea time. Uh I don't know this. You're, I think John, you're kind of right there. This this strike may just kind of sour everybody on just a lot of stuff. Like, okay, enough of you people. Well, I mean, I, I do I do support the strikers, and I hate the corporations. That's my that's my view. But yes. I don't know. You know, I don't know what you do. I mean, there's just there's so much content, and it's everything's a lie. Like it, this is popular. This program is. Oh, it's on Apple. It's and the people, number two show and all that. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, and it's like, you know, how does it compare to the Super Bowl? Yeah. You know. But it's nice also, too, you know, I don't know if you guys saw, a lot of the movie stars are stepping up and donating all this money, you know. Yeah, no, that's good. But I think that's good. But at the same time, it's like, okay, you know, the irony here is they work their asses off, right? And got lucky, right? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of all the things that are needed, right? And now, you know... They're actually, you know, helping fund people that may be them in five to 10 years. You know what I mean? As opposed yeah. to, you know, I don't, I mean, if, if Bob Iger or whoever's running the studio, you know, and you get $247 million a year, you know, and why wouldn't you, you know, say, oh, well, okay, I'll throw $10 million into a, a fund to help pay people, you know? Yeah. Well, I think, because, you know, when they talk about these guys making hundreds and hundreds of millions a year, I mean, it's it's probably a lot of it stock options and, you know, that kind of stuff. So, you know, you don't really know how much they make till they get paid, but they absolutely don't care about regular folks. You know, Bob Iger's not giving back to the yeah. people people that sweep up Disneyland fund. And, he, you know, the guy at Warner Brothers is trying to drive it into the ground and dismantle the whole thing to sell to Apple and Amazon, I, I read yesterday that was like his plan but you know that i mean 
the whole thing about the Hollywood studio system is kind of how crooked it, it has been the whole time. Mm. You know, I mean, really? right. I mean, like in the, from silent movie times to whatever, it's kind of like record companies, right? You know, I've got a contract, you sign it. I have screwed you in ways that you can't even imagine, but baby, you're a star, you know, that kind of thing. And you like, you know, whatever. I mean, it's the little guy is always going to get crushed. I think unions are great. I wish I had been a member of the union all the times that I got laid off. That would have been interesting. But now that I know Danny was telling us the story last night about he's uh, he's got a lawyer. So the next time I get laid off, I'm going to call a guy like that and see if I can get six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars as a going away gift from L.A. Or a lot more than, you know, here's your three month severance, you know. Oh, man, I know I know tons of people that get like a week, two weeks. Yeah, that's, you know, for ridiculous. all the time you've been there. I mean, there's no, you know, and wh- why are you getting laid off? Oh, we just need to, you know, cut there's some staff. Some, you've you've been, been fine. We, we enjoyed having you as a team member, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But it is, yeah. it's funny to watch the picket lines now because when I go by, I see you got your, you got your red and white and black signs for the Writers Guild. And then you got your black and yellow signs and white signs for the, uh, sag and then it's like you get the sea of picketers and stuff it's very uh it's it's like very old school it reminds me of like the like the 30s when they, they everybody was striking oh and also too you know what's going on i don't know if it's been resolved or not but the uh hotel workers are on strike too huh right so i ride i you know i go by the what's that you know which is now the waldorf astoria which is used to be or is the beverly hilton right mm-hmm. and uh Sorry about that. And they, uh, um, they, um, they uh, are in all red. They're in all red and they're aggressive. They're out on the street and waving the signs in front of you. I was driving by my motorcycle the other day and I thought this guy was going to hit me with his sign because he wanted me to honk, you know? So anyway, it's a different time. Did you not honk? I did honk. I did honk a lot. You know, I always honk when I go by the strikers. If, my, if my car had a reliable meep, meep, horn, meep. I would I would honk. It's got like yeah. a button I've got to push, and one out of three times it it makes the beep sound. I got to. Well, maybe you ought to take that button that's in your box for your estate sale and put it back in your you know, into your. I mean, uh, you're right. I have some I have some car <laughs> parts and shit that could that could make a horn work better. Yeah, you can look real stupid if it's actually the kill switch. Sorry. I was, we, we went to, to dinner at a Thai restaurant the other night. And while we were driving there, I was telling my wife, like, I, you know, I put new shocks on the thing and look how, look how smooth it goes over these speed bumps. And <laughs> no. then after a few speed bumps, you know, kind of went noodled around to, you know, get to no. that place. And then it started making this noise. Like as the as the wheels are turning, some noise is getting louder and louder. This is the thing? Yeah. And I was like, ah, fuck, what's, you know, did something fall off? Or, you know, I had just put new bearings on one of the front wheels and did, I've done a half front end brake job, you know, all that kind of stuff. You put enough lube in it? I think I put enough lube in it. I probably, probably, I'm probably a little stingy. I'm a little stingy with lube, you know, that kind of thing. (laughs) And I realized that axle grease is the thing that makes a garage smell like a garage. But so we were, we were driving and it's making all this noise. And she's like, should we get out? Should we walk? And I'm like, I don't smell anything burning. Right. There's no, there's no flames. 
So we'll just keep going. And then I was thinking, all right, is it the bearings? Is it my speedometer cable? Whatever. So yesterday I spent 10 minutes, you know, jacking up the car, spinning one wheel. All right, that sounds, I don't hear anything scraping. It's good. And then I went over to spin the wheel on the driver's side. And as I grabbed one of the lug nuts to start turning it around, I realized, well, shit, they're all really loose. (laughs) I had, I was going to do the other brakes and I just fucked around. So when I went over the speed bumps, the wheel wasn't straight anymore. (laughs) And that's why I was making that noise. Did you not tighten them? No, I forgot, you forgot. to go do that. <laughs> so when I went over those speed bumps, it just wiggled the wheel some way. And it's, you know, either rubbing against the car or, you know, grinding against something else. Once I tightened them up, ready to go. So. Again, they're going to be selling those lug nuts in that estate sale. These are the lug nuts he talked about in episode 140 <laughs> of the. Oh, yeah. We just increased the value of those. We're not just going to give that shit away. Oh. Uh, you know, when I go to an estate sale, I gravitate towards things like pocket knives and stereo equipment and old, well-made tools. You know, I don't want crap. I don't. I don't want the china. I don't want the extra glass. I mean, wood-handled screwdrivers, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't want any of those. I want like those little trimmers that I got. You know, the ones that were made in Japan that just you know cut your finger yeah. off if you feel like it. But um, yeah. I mean, you go to it. We went to one last weekend and I'm like, oh, it starts at nine o'clock. Let's go right at nine o'clock. There was a line of people like professional pickers that, you know, had stores or they have those nonstop kind of yard sale things or whatever. And they were just like, oh, they were in there. And I'm like, okay, I, I never want to go on the first day. I want to go on the last day when everything's 50% off and we're just trying to get shit out of here. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll buy, I'll buy this Hardy Boys book. Yeah, sure. You it's know, kinda, I, get, I always get amazed about the, the amount of, not just clothing. We all know how there's more clothing mm-hmm. we ever need, but jewelry, all kinds of, there's how much know, jewelry can there be in the world? There, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, there's, it's, yeah, ju- yeah, costume kind of jewelry and. Where did that shit come from? Well, and hardback books. I mean, like, uh, you know, I can't think of any author's names, you know, whatever, Danielle Steele books or, you know, or. James, whoever, you know, just racks and racks of books that these people saved, you know, that they they got through some book membership club or they went to Barnes yeah. and Noble and bought a hardback copy of their favorite whatever. And you look at those and you go, I don't fucking want a single one of those. I don't want to flip through them. There's not there's <laughs> nothing nothing at all. I bought some Hardy Boys books for my Younger That's daughter, funny. she thought I, those were last cool. time I went to a, a state sale. I bought a book of all the things I got more books than no, and I bought a book actually. It was a but it was a guitar book, so I bought that, you know, like whatever, some cool looking scales or whatever. And I thought, oh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I could see, I could see buying like uh, you know, country hits of the 70s and it gives you all the chords, or yeah, know, I've, I've seen some, some things like pro- that would be good, yeah, yeah. But the problem is, like, okay, why buy the book? I go online. You you can go online. Not only mm-hmm. do you have the cords, you know, but you also got some guy going. Now here's what you ought to do, and it's free. You don't have to pay for it. But but the book seems like if I read the book, I'm going to be better. I'm going to get it better if I read the book because the book, man, somebody put that in a book. That that has to be that that has to be the holy grail of 
What, you a, know. what a fallacy, because if you want to learn something, you just look at it on YouTube. You know, yes. how do I play? How do I play that song or that chord or fix those breaks or whatever? It's all it's all there. Yeah. I, I well, Yesterday I spent the afternoon looking on, I'm putting an outdoor shower because, you know, I Kelly, I had some plumbing work done to the to, you know, our local plumber. We all know. And I, you know, because I'm putting in this water filtration system, I had to do a clean out. So I got the bill yesterday and it was almost four thousand dollars. Right. For the yeah. shower. No, no, no. This is for the for the plumbing for the water filtration system, which was it's oh, a yeah. fair amount of plumbing. I mean, there's a fair amount of copper involved. And then they had to, you know, dig all the way to the center of the earth to find my my sewer line, right, to put in this clean out, right? So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna I can't spend money on this outdoor shower. So I went online and I watched a bunch of YouTubes. And this is not that hard right now. And, uh, you know, wait, so are you going to, are you going to actually do like welding of copper pipes? No, and stuff I'm like not, that? no, I'm not going to do that. Cause I thought, oh shit. And my brother-in-law is, you know, when I do speak to them, um, they, um, oh, they, uh, you know, he's like, oh, you can do that. You know, just get some copper and practice making the welds and doing the soldering and the whatever. And I said, okay. And I'm like, but I went online and they've got now these compression joints and compression brackets and compression accessories, you don't have to do it. And I read it's up to 260 PSI, you know, very easy to do. Is it, is, it, is it that it's not the PEX stuff? Not PEX because PEX is another thing. And by the way, I may end up doing PEX if I end up putting a hot water line in, mm -hmm. but I'm like, you even have it for copper. And I'm like, how can that possibly be that kind of pressure? And, and, Every, every place I looked, they were like, yeah, they showed, you know, they did a demonstration and all that stuff. So I'm going, I can do this and save myself probably $1,000, right? Even even with materials, it's going to cost me nothing. So I'm all excited. But like, that's my whole point is like, if I get a book on doing this, you know, on how to put in your own shower, it's like, oh, you know, you got to turn well, once it you put it Once you put in your own shower, then yeah. you can put in an outdoor sink. You can put in a backyard yeah. toilet. You can, you know, just well, the toilet. I problem because I don't have a waistline, but you know, but you just have you just leech line into your flower bed. You know, oh yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, like, just get a, know, just get a big piece of like three inch pipe, maybe 20, 30 feet long, and drill holes in it, and then you just kind of time it. Like I'm, just, I'm, you know, I can I can use this thing once a day. Yeah. Well, what you do is you do a four by four hole, four by four by four hole, fill mm. it full of rock, crushed gravel and all that stuff. And that's where your pipe leads into, right? That shit will mm. break down, you know? It's like, the I mean, I the grass I'm not sure that would be legal. The grass, they, oh, what, who's what gonna you don't know. know won't hurt you. <laughs> but, I mean, imagine that. Imagine a nice outdoor toilet, right? No, it's just in the corner of your yard. <laughs> and you're like, you know, I'm going to. I'm gonna go use the outside shitter. Have a big dump. Well, they, yeah. what, what's wrong with an out? It's an outhouse. They did that for years. Oh yeah, you but know? I was thinking, oh, I was thinking, no walls or or doors or anything. It's just that's there, what I'm picturing. Yeah, the throne right over there in the front yard here. <laughs> yeah, in the front yard. And, and anybody like, asks, Mary, morning, Mary. <laughs> this city who comes by and wants to know what it is, you just take a fake plant and you put it in there and go, it's a planter. It's a planter. 
<laughs> the, no, the lid is a fake plant. So just close the lid and it looks like, oh, yeah, they, they have poor taste. Not, oh, this guy's taking a dump there. I think I, you know what? I get mm. the compound. There's going to be an outdoor shitter. <laughs> there should be an outdoor everything. Outdoor kitchen, outdoor shower, yeah. outdoor toilet, outdoor. There you uh, go. <laughs> dog, muddy dog, foot washing station, whatever. And it, it is. should all be pink like a Barbie movie. Yes. Oh, that would be and interesting. You can, and you can. You can christen it by throwing Barbie dolls in it. So 10,000 years from now, when somebody digs up and going, hey, I think this was a shitter. Oh, no, it couldn't have been. Somebody crapped out a Barbie doll or whatever. I have 10,000 Barbies just right <laughs> underneath me here in the shed. I've got them, I've got them all. We're, yeah, yeah. My God, we're saving them. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know what. But Why? You, you, you still have that, them? Oh, yeah. You open up this tub and there are hundreds, literally hundreds of Barbies all lying there in the in the why very, are you not selling this state? now right now this is this is your moment the movie's <sighs> out people want to buy this crap sell it now no there's plenty of barbies for sale these are these are the girls barbies and they might they want. don't care i'm saving barbies <laughs> i'm saving stuffed animals i'm saving extra extra tubs of christmas decorations you know like oh my god like tub four why? five and six that we don't really use but you gotta get them all out and just look at them <laughs> that kind of stuff and, um, I think we've done pretty good about getting work. I got bad Christmas lights that I keep. I don't know why they don't mm, work, I but keep, I keep them. I keep I keep those they too in, this, in case someday. in case they have a bulb that I need for the <laughs> <Yes>. good ones. <laughs> yeah, I, I keep my pantyhose with holes in them just in case. Yeah. Well, that could you know you know you could use that as a hat. You can you know if you ever decide you know you want to tie something up. You know, I have like I have like six sets of really great. Christmas lights, you know, the white ones that kind of, they have the little dangly kind of things. Lost them. What oh, do you mean you lost them? They're in a tub somewhere on the, on the estate here and can't find them. <laughs> Haven't found them in years. I know they exist <laughs> and I don't think I loaned them to anybody for anything. Where Hope you didn't I, loan them to the bicycle guy. You know, that guy. Yeah, no, probably <laughs> did. Yeah. did. Yeah. I, I loaned him a guitar chord book too. And he, um, he probably still has it. And I just haven't said. Is he usually a drummer? Is this who I'm thinking of? No, he's oh, not really. Okay. He's not really a musician. He's more of oh. a performer. And uh, it's not me. Not you. It's not me. Tell no. him right now. It's not. I don't want to. I don't want to get too deep in case he. <laughs> it's he not me. Started guys. listening to the podcast. Yeah. Because uh, um, our numbers are skyrocketing. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. In a downward direction. Oh, we put this on on the Barbie network. You know, this might might. Yeah, uh, you know what? I'm gonna add. I'm gonna add Barbie to the title of this one. Of so course, we'll, we'll we capitalize are. on the on the fame. Yeah, yeah. Barbie is uh, Barbie's king or queen. However you want to do it right now. I don't know if I'm gonna do the Oppenheimer movie yet. And it may, it may seem a little. Um, seems like a little bit of a downer. Have you seen it? You guys haven't seen it, right? No. And I I was asking. You know, we went to um. We went is it to a Cape musical? Yeah, it's, yeah. like yes. hairspray, but it's up and I'm no, yeah. but I, I was talking to my, you know, we went to Cape Cod a couple of weeks ago and uh, was there with my in-laws and I'm like, didn't any of you guys know that what's the story of Oppenheimer? And they were like, well, dumbass, it's about the guy that made the bomb. And I'm like, no, I mean, what's the, what's the story? I mean, it's not just math problems and screwdrivers. I mean, it's, it's gotta have some compelling backstory or something well, it would be his know. guilt of what he created probably yeah and and there's got to be a love story i think there's a love story in there got to be yeah yeah 
So the short answer is they didn't know, but uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't really feel like that's my, that's my kind of thing. And I was talking to, um, I was talking to my brother and he's like, I really want to see mission impossible, you know, whatever number it is, seven, 14, something like that. And I was like, no, I don't, I don't really need to see any Tom Cruise movies. That's an airplane movie. That's what I saved those for the airplane. Cause I, you know, cause if you miss something, it's no big deal. Another chase is coming up or he's going to jump off a mountain with a parachute and, and on a motorcycle. And, and they're doing a close up, and it's really him doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, so, are they going to feel dumb when the parachute doesn't open and the movie production is over. We'll shoot that scene last. You know, but yeah. I don't know. This whole movie thing, you know, it was fun to go to the movies, but, you know, it's gotten different. You know, it's a different experience. Well, every, you know, everything is so expensive. Movies expensive, oh popcorn God. expensive, dinner is expensive, the whole, whole thing. Thai food's expensive. I was surprised what I paid yesterday. Just crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Thai food, you should be able to get like it's an noodles. entree for under 20 bucks at a Thai restaurant. It's just a Cap- bowl of stuff. Yeah cabbage and cat <laughs> and some spice i know but but well i mean the grocery store is not as expensive i mean you can it's not cheap but it's not like going out it's really i've noticed that it's a little bit better you know i went to uh i went to whole foods yesterday and i never go to whole foods i, I had to say, i had to, ooh, I had to what, return some what was the occasion du- well i had to you know that you can drop your amazon package off there Oh yeah, yeah. So that's that's a pretty good deal. And so we were there, and we said, "Oh, let's just go see Whole Foods." So I bought a a bottle of wine and a bottle of rum. They were on on sale. Not a great deal, but they were was okay. And we got some uh, artificial sweetener. But uh, damn, Whole Foods is expensive. I mean, just double what you ought to pay. There was a can, a jar of spaghetti sauce, over ten dollars. What? Yeah, and it was spaghetti sauce that I had seen in a lot of other grocery stores. You know, the last time I was in Florida or Massachusetts or whatever, it was just you know, it's fucking spaghetti sauce. When you're traveling, though, John, do you notice? Do you, well, do you eat out a lot when you're there? You don't really, yeah, even, yeah, you don't cook for yourself because I mean, I know you guys do Airbnb and stuff, but I was curious, what is it like? What are the grocery store prices in Cape Cod and and what have you? They, you know. you know what they were, um, they were terrible. So I went one morning, you know, we, we get to the little Airbnb place we're staying in. It's nice, but they don't have any coffee or anything. So everybody's like, oh shit, there's no coffee. So I went to the store and I bought some coffee and I figured out how the coffee machine worked and was, you know, grind, drip, whatever disaster coffee machine. So a, a bag of coffee you know, forget, forget whether it's fantastic coffee or whatever. A bag of coffee was like 15 bucks there where I think it's like eight or nine ninety nine here. Oh. I think everything's expensive here, but it was really expensive there. And, well, that's uh, a tourist area too. So they know they got, they got you. Over yeah, a I mean, there. and it was, it was, you know, kind of the only big grocery store in that little, that little town. But, um, one thing that was interesting is uh, my wife bought a pair of flip-flops at some store and they don't charge sales tax on things that are under 75 bucks because it's considered essential. So if you just go buy a few things, you don't have to pay sales tax. And here it doesn't in our matter what town, the item is? 
I mean, these were shoes. I mean, it might be might be you know clothes and food and not you know huh. Barbies. I you know I don't know. I didn't really didn't shop for a bunch of stuff, but um, yeah, I thought like? that was really interesting. Like there was a you know you don't have to charge sales tax on something that's you know essential because here I feel like they charge sales tax on absolutely anything they can. And it's high too, yeah. Yeah, California. They, yeah, I mean, you want to buy something on Amazon and it ships across state lines or whatever, they're still charging a sales tax. And on your taxes, they're like, did you buy anything online that you need to pay taxes for? No, no sir, I didn't. I never do. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, wow. you, you just pay the tax. They charge you. You can't get around it on Amazon. And on Amazon, you can't. But like on, uh, if you buy something off eBay, you know, you buy oh, a, oh, yeah. a $3,000 guitar you know, some guy's mm. going to ship it to you. And I don't think you have to pay sales tax because you're shipping it across state lines and you know, private party sales and all that kind of stuff. But California has this thing on their tax form that's like, yeah, you know, maybe you should pay some sales tax on that stuff. Yesterday, I got it. We, we got in the mail a letter from the state of California, right? And it looked official. So I opened it up because I always get freak out at something. Supposedly, I owe them $28 because of either penalties or fines because of our filing of our state income tax. And they gave me the breakdown of what we paid, what the, the you know, the, the taxable income was and all this stuff. And I'm like, what happened? What did, why didn't I get a penalty or did, did we add wrong or whatever? It had all the numbers there. So I'm mm -hmm. like, now I got to go look at my tax returns. I mean, it's only $28, but still, right. Really? You know, we paid these back in what, April. So what, what was the deal about this? So I don't know. Maybe I added wrong or I wrote the check note or transcribed a number or something, but I just was really irritated for twenty eight. dollars well, I mean, they should have told you what the, what the amount was for. Well, they did. They broke it down. Well, they, they, I don't know what they said. They did, they, again, they did your taxable and what you paid, you know, what was pulled out of your, you know, checks and all that stuff and all this. Mm -hmm. And then, and they that added it up and there was $28 and I'm like, okay. So, you know, yeah. and you know, and you know, my missus, she's like, I, I got to figure this out. What happened? Did I, did I do something wrong with the taxes? Cause we do our own taxes. You know? <laughs> what did I do wrong with the numbers and the budget and the math? Exactly. Who cares about that stuff anyway? Yeah. Oh, I got to go to work to do the budget. <laughs> yeah. I got to go to work to do exactly this. Yeah. No, I, you know, I, um, I had to pay a huge like miss on my taxes a few years ago. You know how you like, I was I was selling some something to pay for somebody's college, right? You know, in a year in a year. And the place sends you a piece of paper. And on the front it was like you had three thousand three hundred dollars worth of, you know, dividends or whatever. And I'm like, okay, diddly dip three hundred dollars. And I didn't turn the page over where I had sold $24,000 worth of stock to pay for this year's schooling or whatever. So they came back and they're like, you owe us $24,000. And I was like, crap, what? <laughs> and they don't take into account like your, your cost basis or taxes or anything. It was just like, you know, your, the form said 24,000, you owe us exactly that. So it turned out I, uh, noodled around and I only owed, owed them however many couple thousand dollars, you know, that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, no, I mean, that's the, that's the whole thing with taxes. You just hope to God, they never come back and ask you anything that you can't possibly figure out and you got to hire some dude to, to do it. Oh, all. Yeah. And that's not fun. 
I'm got to, I got to split fellas. So have a good weekend. All right, you Kelly. And, Thanks uh, everybody. to see you. Yeah, you guys gonna stay there for a while? You can stay and no. talk. I have to go. So. No, no, he's All got right. a he's got an estate sale to go. He's got to go see Nancy Nancy Sinatra. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll report back when we do our next one. Ooh, good. Okay. Buy me something nice. Talk yeah. to you later, fellas. Thanks for listening. You're in the morning, but now you're feeling blue. Come on and set your arse down and have yourself a brew. You walked here from Killarney, and now you know it's true. You'll suck the cock of an Irishman before the night is through. <laughs>